seen that one wrestling promo of the dude it's like a it's, oh man this must be like 1970s 1980s and it has, it's like a really small indie promotion the guy's interviewing him and he's like you got a big match coming up and you gotta run he's saying all this stuff about his opponent and how he's gonna prepare for the match and then he puts the microphone in front of the wrestler and the first word out of the wrestler's mouth was yep <laughs> it was just it is like one of the funniest worst promos ever Possibly the best though, because it's like one out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, made an impact on me. Changed my life for sure. Shit. So now whenever I say yep, think of that guy, whoever he is. Coming to you live from Ed's living room, you're listening to State Your Take with Ed and Aaron. Episode 101 feels different it's like starting over it does not oh this is episode 101 and we have an education so this will be the one where we take you to class yeah education we take you to school state your take 101 this is the one we take you to school state your take 101 take you to fucking school taking you to fucking school hey speaking of school uh how was your week um did you go to school this week Luckily, no. Like, I mean, because I felt like going to school is just kind of like school sucks, man. It's like leaving a bunker. It is, know? man. And you just walk into like a a world full of sickies. Ugh. And like, teachers are probably just scared shitless. It's like your heart wasn't like your job wasn't uh, was a hundred as it is. Yeah. And now you have to go and worry about like disgusting children. Ugh. And they give you like a shower curtain in front of your desk to say, you're protected. Shout out to all the teachers out there, man. Shout out to all the administrators and principals and coaches. Everybody that's security guards, security guards janitors. Everybody's still going through. And shout out to all the kids out there. They got to get forced to go to fucking school. Yeah. Um, yeah you ain't learning shit anyway. None of that's just important. None of, none of it's like you've. Being someone who's gone to like to school on the, to the, my doctorate level, I will say that you don't learn anything that's really important, like beyond tenth grade. I'd say that's true. Yeah, like after tenth grade, like it's just all just a wash. It's just a wash. It's just there. I don't know why I haven't been here. Ask me to recite the preamble. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> ask me to name, uh, w- like ask me to name one of the. Uh, like the character, the symbol for the any element on a periodic table of elements. Uh, Ask me to name one. Helium. H, E. I think that's it. All right, that's like that. totally. Actually, all right. I gave you. I gave you. I gave you a layup one. Yeah, though. you give me a layup one. Give me something tough. Give uh, me the beryllium. Beryllium. Yeah. I'm gonna say. First of all. Shout out to you for even knowing that beryllium. Beryllium is that what it is? Yeah. Beryllium. Beryllium. Shout out to you for even knowing that's an element. I'll say that's BR. I think it's BE actually. Let me see. Let's look at a beryllium. I'm. <laughs> it's it's insulting that I think that I know how to spell that. It's B E R Y. Uh, you were right. It's BE. Yeah, I, I, I don't. You that you knew that. 
I didn't like. I mean, I didn't. You sandbagging motherfucker. I'm sandbagging because like, you knew beryllium off the top of your head. That was not the element that I would have chose. I would have chose like gold. And gold. I think gold's AG though. Gold is AG. Yeah, that, that's why I, I thought that that would be a kind of a layup too. Uh, okay, let me. Uh, let me uh, is there, I think silver is silver. I think silver is AG. No, gold is AG. Silver is like. Uh, hang on, I'll tell you a second. Oh wait, you're right. Silver is AG. Yeah, what, what's AG. gold? I forgot. I forgot what gold is. I think gold is. Gold is. Go. Oh, you you look up gold on Google and it gives you fucking gold sellers no yeah it gives you like uh <laughs> we uh, take gold for cash yeah hyperinflation fears uh <laughs> will build bitcoin gold or stocks win in 2020 yes yeah, this is chemistry can say your take yeah, yeah au gold is au yeah. so you had au and ag yeah um i know iron iron do you know iron I'm trying to think what is that what it is uh man can't think of it right now it's F E. Damn it! See, I knew that. It's F. F. Yeah. F. It's like Ferris. Yep. Right. Yep. Nah. This is kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Chemistry class with Ed and Aaron. Ed and Aaron. Uh, but yeah, how was your week, man? Uh, it's okay. And like when I like, cause when I say okay, it's just like it's too complicated to say what's wrong. And I've is said it? it a lot, and it's just kind of like I don't want to say it anymore. What, what's bothering you? Man? It's the same shit. You know what I'm oh, saying? Just I, like the world. Well, like the world, like you know, what I'm saying like the pandemic. I've been unemployed for like maybe eight months now. Yeah, it's like all that shit. But you know, the average length of unemployment is like six. No, it's, it's like twelve. Oh, 12 months. Yeah, it's like way longer, dude. Yeah. So like you're still you're still cutting underneath the average. So oh, that, 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 tell my bank account that. Oh, That's, I know. It yeah, sucks. But like if you if you just think about like first of all, those numbers are gonna be skewed in the next like oh, five yeah. to ten years. Like the it's length like the of average, unemployment. The average is just like the average is a decade. Yeah. But like, you know, you kind of have to, you know, just Take Not, the take the context of it all, yeah, and sort of just accept it. Yeah, no, I I, I get that. It's a uh, like I'm saying, it's just it's just not fun. Yeah, um, just trying to work, just trying to work out, running outside again, like better yourself. Yeah, the the park is cool and it's cool to run in, but I think people always forget that like there are parts of the trail where people live, and they also like do things like pee and poop. Mm. And like when you're running, like you get you, you catch jerk off. I haven't seen that, but I'm saying like you catch a whiff of what they're doing, like catch a whiff of the jerking off. No, like the pee and the poop. Like oh you, yeah, you catch a, that. Like it's yeah. just and, and it's like sun baked, mm-hmm. and it just like some, some parts you just run. It's like what? Have I ever told a story of on here about me looking at the guy jerking off? I think you did on the church steps in front oh, of yeah, yeah in front of Astro. Uh, Oh, you, I, I almost did, said Astro But I mean, I think people yeah. like people like the story. So. Well, I mean, I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna like. You give the high points. Give the high points. Guy jerking off on the church steps in front of the uh, Minute Maid Park. Yeah. Uh, biggest dick I ever seen. You saw me. Yeah, I, I remember that part. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, like, look, that kind of thing probably happens very often. Yeah. It's it's, just, it's honestly surprising we don't see it more, given. I, I heard it happens a lot in New York. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I think just I think Houston, we don't have like that much public conversation, so you can't see it as much. I think if you go on, what is that street? Caroline Street downtown. Oh, uh, they have the whole, you know, sort of Skid Row esque setup there. Yeah, you might find some, some jerking off. somebody jerking off down there. I mean, for sure, that's where they live. That's where they live. Everyone jerks off where they live. So yeah. Well, yeah, man, it, it was not going to last forever. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, Houston's been doing pretty good with the numbers. I mean, we're reopening a little bit on the uh, restaurants and the gyms and stuff. Like we're, I think we're opening up at seventy five percent officially on Monday. Yeah, uh, on Monday. So I mean, that's that's promise. I hope that's I hope that's a good thing. I hope so too. I hope people continue to wear their mask and wash their hands and all that stuff. I guess I, didn't they say like you shouldn't eat ass? They did say you shouldn't eat ass, and you should, if you're going to have sex, you should have a barrier of yeah, some sort. I have a sex with a mask, so. No, 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 no. They meant like a wall, like find a glory hole. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. You, I remember saying that. Like I, a, yeah, a, I po- no, I remember that. Yeah, I posted I, that. I remember that. I remember like that man that. literally just said, find yourself a, a glory hole and just get busy. Yeah. If you could. Weirdest shit I've ever seen. And I think I did actually see, I don't know if this is true or not, but if you are going to have like sex one-on-one, yeah. just go you know, doggy style or, you know, make sure that your face isn't toward somebody else's face uh, if you don't want to wear a mask. This is 2020 where we're, where the CDC is recommending doggy style. I mean, just like, why even bother at that point? Like, if you're going to go through all that effort, it's not going to be fun. It's not going to be comfortable. You're it's gonna, not going to be intimate. You're probably going to get it. Like, you're, you're, because no matter what you do, you're going to get something. You're at least exposed. <laughs> yeah. You're at least exposed. So I don't even know what's the point of adding all this to it. Yeah. It, it's, it's too much. Yeah, we're weird. We are weird. What a weird world we live in, man. Yeah. Like at the like the CDC is recommending doggy style. I thought I'd never see the day. Never no, never. And glory holes. Like glory and holes. Glory holes. Because those were those are actually the cleaner option now. I thought glory holes were going extinct until twenty twenty decided yeah. to make a resurgence. You thought. You like, thought. Back like the eight track. When was the last time you saw a glory hole? I don't even remember. Like, I think, I think when I saw it for the first time, I was too young to know what it was. It's like, why is there access to the other stall? Yeah, why? Why don't they just patch that hole right there? Yeah, like that's it's so round. It's like it's so <laughs> like it feels like it's almost smooth on the inside. Yeah, it's just, like I'm like, this is a smooth <laughs> hole. Like it's almost purposeful. All this duct tape is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How's your week though? Uh, it was great actually. I had a really good week. That's good. Yeah, man. I was. It was fun week for basketball it was a fun week for me personally you know it was just just good times all the way around you know i mean i said like uh yeah man like the, the, little, the little thing that's yeah yeah that's great yeah thanks no it is it's amazing <laughs> like i don't want to under- i don't want i know i have a problem with understatement it's kind of my thing <laughs> yeah but i don't want to i don't want to like i'm understating that because no yeah it was it's, it was, it's shooting your shot shooting my shot man and uh, you know, looks like it's starting to pick up a little bit of steam. All look, all we need is just a little bit of notice. All we need is just one eyeball on it, and yeah. uh, you know, could 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 change my my life forever. Yeah, all the love we got last week was also great. It was pretty. Great it was one. pretty emotional. It really was. Like yeah. there were some points where uh, I was like, man, like it's like we're actually doing something. You know, and people are fucking with us. People fucking with it. So thank you all for listening. If you didn't get a chance to check out our 100th episode that we recorded with Young Corona and B-Boy, you can go check that out. You can also check out our Instagram page and our Twitter account at State Your Take. 
and check out our merch store that you can find through the Instagram page. You can check it out in the highlights. We also have our playlist on Spotify, the State Your Take list with Ed and Aaron. You can listen to what we're listening to this week because we have good taste in music. You like our opinions. You come here for the opinions. Why not come here for the music opinions as well? Yeah. So with that being said, Rest in peace, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah. AKA the notorious RBG. <laughs> um, this was a tough one to hear. It Not was. because death is, you know, like any death is tougher than the others, but because of well, for a lot of reasons. But I think the one that uh, affected me the most was seeing the response from a lot of my female friends yeah. on what she meant to them and what her work has meant to generations of women in this country. Um, it just, you know, it, it, it was almost like a, um, cause she, she was, she was up there in age and you know, her health had been deteriorating for a while. So this yeah. wasn't completely out of the blue. We were expecting it, but you, while you did feel a little bit of remorse for it, you also felt like, wow, she really did a lot while oh, wow. her time here. She really maximized her time here, as they say. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, it sucks, but we were lucky to have her. We were really lucky to have her here. Yeah, I felt. I really felt like every week was just like obituary mm-hmm. on this thing, man. Like we just had to say goodbye to someone very important. Yeah. Yeah. Every week. Every week it seems like that. Because even last week, we even last week we didn't mention John Thompson. No oh, man, we didn't, and it sucks because we really should have. Because he was really important to the culture. Like I, like I wanted to play for Georgetown. I wanted to wear a towel on my shoulder, right? Just for no reason. Yeah, you know. So uh, I mean, you you could say you can make the case that he's directly responsible for shifting the culture of the NBA because he ushered Allen Iverson into the league, and Alvin Alvin Iverson. Allen Iverson. I don't know who Alvin Iverson is, but <laughs> Allen Iverson. Um, you know, like he 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 was a cultural paradigm shift to the NBA. Yeah. So yeah, man, every week. Yeah, no, but not taking into any like shout out for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Like, yeah, cause I think, like, we saw this coming, I guess, but even still, no one wanted no one wants to happen. I guess there are also a lot of political implications that I'm not gonna get into because I think that kind of takes away from what we're talking about. It's just gonna make my blood hot, man. Yeah, don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into that. But I mean, she's made a lot for like, like just like progressive movements and just women's rights and all that stuff. So yeah. she's been she's really important. And like we knew it was gonna be hard, but then it happened. It's like there's no preparing for it. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, rest in peace to her. And let's try to do right by her, you know. I'm not like I said, I'm not get into it. Yeah, let's not get into it. But y'all know what the fuck we talking about. Not to be too crass, but we also want to give a rest in peace to the Los Angeles Clippers, <laughs> who died in supreme fashion. Yo. From this three-one lead that they had over to the Denver Nuggets, and then completely, utterly 
without question. Shat the fucking bed. What the fuck happened, dude? It's like R.I.P. Kawhi. R.I.P. No, we can't say that. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not get too far into that because we actually R.I.P. Playoff P. What the fuck, dude? This was such. It was. It was so fun to watch because. Was, all of these fans, all these poetry. all these Laker fans that jumped ship once Braun went to the Lakers because they hate LeBron. They're LeBron haters. They were like, "All right, we're gonna start rooting for the Clippers now." And they had a lot of fun rooting for the Clippers all season when when Kawhi came and then Paul George came and then Steve Ballmer came out there and had heart palpitations while he's giving this exciting speech. Which he's been doing since Microsoft, by the way. Like he's had, fantastic. Yeah, like he's like, been there for a while. Let's hope that this Steve Ballmer can somehow exercise the the evil spirits of of uh Sterling. What was his first name? Donald. Donald. Ugh. Right. What a terrible name. Yeah. Donald Sterling and uh and and Vistiviano so that, you know, <laughs> they have a clean slate to work with because I truly do feel like this organization is cursed. Yeah. It how, really how, feels that. How way. else do you explain it? I they don't were te- know. They were never yeah, good. No, My feels. entire childhood, they were bad. Like they were the one bad team in the league. They were the joke of. They were the butt of every joke. They're one of the worst franchises, like in sports history before. Donald Sterling owns a team. He gets caught saying Magic Johnson's a nigger on on tape and uh, saying like making fun of him because he's got AIDS and he gets ousted. And Steve Ballmer comes in and they do this whole tire rebrand and work around. They get new logo. They 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 are possibly. One of the best teams in the league at one point. They, they get, got the surgery with like the Grand Theft Auto fonts on yeah, it. Yeah, it's fucking fun. Uh, Lob City, uh, Blake Griffin, CP3, uh, DeAndre Jordan. Like, you know, just a lot of fun. And then finally, boom, they get to the playoffs. The Rockets. I guess the Rockets. But they were there, and they also had them down 3 1. Down 3 1. And then what happens? Fucking collapse. Fucking of a, blew it. A collapse of a lifetime, which we thought was a collapse of a lifetime at the time. It was a collapse of a lifetime. It at was. The time. It was. It's, it really so was. Because I remember, I remember being a Rockets fan, just and being down there. I was like, "Yo, this is, this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad." Like, yeah. And then I don't know. Like, the Rockets pulled it out, but at the same time, they also shat the bed. Yeah. And then and you had was, a collapse of a lifetime. <laughs> definitely. Um, but then. The chosen one came down from the from the north. The yeah. King of the North came king down. Came to came to L.A. Came to L.A. They crowned him as the new king of Los Angeles. Meanwhile, LeBron's just in there, like, "Hey, what's up? I'm still here. <laughs> I, I still I still exist." Like, "Hey, hey, guys! Like, you think that's my yeah, my crown? My, it's my crown, my crown." Like, <laughs> <laughs> Kawhi somehow convinces Paul George to come to the Clippers. He does. They gave a lot of picks for him too. I I looked at the list. And it was so unbalanced what the Thunder <laughs> got for this fucking guy. And so the, the combination of, of playoff P and uh, the claw had everyone picking the Clippers to not just come out of the West, but to win the whole damn thing over Milwaukee, over Los Angeles, over Toronto. Yeah. And then here we are. Not six days removed from one of the worst series in not just franchise history, but in NBA history. I was saying in franchise history, though. In franchise, but in also Doc Rivers' history. 
Oh, yeah, definitely. Doctor Who versus Street, definitely. Because he's never had a team as good as this. And to play this bad in the playoffs, too. To like, be just, up 3-1 and then yeah, lose it all. man. Oh, my God. Do you think he gets fired? Or do you think he gets another chance? I've heard that. I've heard that he meant that they, they might um, fire him, but I'm just like... <sighs> I don't know if that's the move, though, like to fire him. Why after, not? After you're, Whose fault is it? I think it's the team's fault. Is it? Yeah. You sure? I think it's. I got. Look, here's the thing. I think it's. A, I think you can't put the onus on one person because, like, a collapse is monumental is a joint effort. True. Like I'm saying. So it's like you can't say, "Oh, one person made all this happen," because it was a lot of shit that happened. It mm-hmm. was just like it took, um, pandemic P being what he was. Mm. It took um. Kawhi Leonard not showing up. Mm. It took um, the coaching staff just leaving people in and not doing anything. It just it, it was like the gameplay. I it mean, took Joker becoming Magic Johnson, yeah, with these no look passes and yeah. his assists. I mean, he's he he, and, and, and he was phenomenal. He's been that though. Like that's the thing. It's like the the only thing about the Denver Nuggets is that they're in Denver. Yeah, we don't see them play. Yeah, like that's the thing. It's like Denver's like Denver was the number two seed going for the most of the time before they went to the bubble. Right. Like this is a good team, and we're saying this now as they just lost to the Los Angeles Lakers in Game One. But that's just not to dis- discredit what they did in Los Angeles. And even with them, even watching them in the series now, it's like you can't say even they can be down three mm-hmm. games, and he's like it's still a series. It's still a series, man. They're <laughs> still in it. You can't count them out till like they're out. They're still in it. Yeah. And I think I'm on record saying. On this show, that I like Denver for that series, even when they were, I think it was three two, maybe three three. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, it's, you know, they were they were they were always being good. Yeah, like and and can we also put away the fact that like can we stop calling Patrick Beverly an elite defender? Who has ever called him that? I think a lot of people called him that. No. It's not no one, no one, no one in this room. No, but sorry. I've heard I've heard the talk around. I'm sorry, Patrick, because like how how does Jamal Murray get forty? He yeah. put up forty. In game seven. Pat Bev is kind of like uh, a defensive Kemba Walker. Or no, sorry. He's more like a defensive Marcus Smart. Where I would say, yeah, I don't even I think Marcus just, better than him though. Well, no, 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 no. Like they both do the same thing just on defense and offense. Like Marcus Smart will do the annoying thing to get a call. Yeah. And then Pat Bev will do the annoying thing the annoying thing on defense. To either get a call or to get a stop or whatever like that. Yeah. So they're basically the same kind of player on di- on opposite sides of the floor. Effort guys. Effort guys, but also a little bit of a pest. Yeah. Where they'll just like get under the the, the skin of whoever they're guarding or whoever whoever's guarding them. I think Jamal Murray put up forty though. I mean, look, he put up forty, dog. Look, Pat Bev was talking an awful lot of shit in the Portland series, bro, and. Dame Lillard had no problem being petty as fuck on Twitter. Did you see this? I I saw it. <sighs> Dame Lillard basically just said, "Hey, uh, do you want to join us on this Cancun trip <laughs> that you were talking about? I haven't bought tickets yet." I loved it. I loved it. I loved the pettiness from Dame because that's the kind of shit that I just like. Just put that into my fucking veins. You know what I'm saying? It's you know it was. It's like yo, this he was he was getting cooked, man. He was getting cooked, and he rightfully so. Cooked, rightfully so. You put it up, you better be able to serve it. Um, can we talk about the Miami Heat? Absolutely. We're talking about the fucking Miami. Can fucking we talk heat? about the Miami Heat? Going Absolutely. two up on the 
This has been my only source of joy. Like this, just watching the playoff, the bubble basketball. Bubble basketball. It's amazing. It's some of the best basketball I've ever seen in my life. It's amazing. Like, and I know I was against it. Like, I'm not gonna say like I wasn't against it because I just think that their lives are more important. But it's been fucking great, man. It's been so good. Uh, Miami Heat are up 2-0 against Boston Celtics. Nothing brings me more joy in sports (laughs) than Boston sports suffering. (laughs) Nothing. Like, I don't even care if my team wins, but if Boston loses, that makes me happier. I think a lot of people say a safe sentiment, though, about Boston. I hate Boston. I hate Philly. I hate Boston. Both of those teams, if they were playing each other, I would root for them both to lose. Not only just lose, but lose, like, your franchise. Like, move the team. Like, I would like to just remove the team from your cities. That's how much I hate those two cities. But seeing Boston... And Boston fans having to go and call up those radio stations and complain about Jimmy Butler and Goran Dragic and Bam out of the bayou. Bam out of the bayou. Well coached by Egg Spolstra. I can't get enough of it. I can't wait. Don't let them sweep. Don't let this be a Miami Laker final. I will be insufferable. Yo. That'd I will be, be an insufferable human That'd being. That'd be nuts. Um, what do you think about that block? Oh, it's impossible. It's impossible to describe to people that don't understand physiology and basketball yeah. as to why that's so crazy. People who are casual fans will be like, oh, wow, that's an impressive block. But then you realize it's with his offhand. Yeah. His hand is backwards in the rim. Yeah. And yet somehow he was still able to take all of Jason Tatum's Six nine, you know, fucking a hundred and ninety five, two hundred pounds of shoulders, <laughs> and just put him on the fucking floor. Yeah, that was nuts. Like it doesn't make sense. It was that nah, was nuts, man. Um, nah, they're gonna be they're gonna be an issue for when they play. Uh, it's like now nah, they're what they're doing is pretty special. It's and really special. It's, it's special, and um, they're be and they're beating the Celtics on defensive plays. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. It's like, and I know that's probably a little weird for Rockets fans to witness. They're like, "Wow, what's going on? How are they winning these games?" It's like, no, it's defense. It's strong defense. That's yeah, what that's what it is in the fourth quarter. It's yeah. like it's just they get in the zone. Mm-hmm. They cut off pass. Like there, you can see um, Boston getting frustrated. Yep. like they're making, they're taking bad shots, sticking rebounds, going back to the other end. It's it's pretty. It's, it's all it's textbook basically. Like it's just textbook defense makes offense. Zone defense. Yeah, that's, they uh, played and, zone defense too. Yeah. And this is effort. It's just like this zoning effort, dog. It's I'm getting horny just talking about it's it. It's crazy. Like, yeah, I just I hate that people trying to compare it this to the LeBron block, though. No, it's not. It's not. Like, why are we to like this? Like, the LeBron, just, the just, LeBron block was. Let's live in our moment, people. Yeah, let's enjoy this for what it is. Let's yeah. not trying to complain. It's the best block. Let's not do that. Yeah, it's that, that, that was game seven. Unless we're talking about the Tiago splitter block, which I can understand. Yeah, but. But uh, we're talking about the. We, we can't be talking about the the block on Iggy. We can't be talking about that on block. Game Seven. No, we're not talking about that. Against block. the greatest team in the league. We're not talking about the chase down, dude. Like the, the chase. The thing is, like the chase down is like you have to know because already you're off to the races. Mm-hmm. Like you have to run and chase this dude down, mm-hmm. and then you have to make sure. And then you. And then like when he goes up, you're committing because it could be a pump fake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to catch it at the at the right angle and not foul him. You're talking it like. And he took six steps from the free from the half court. Right. He floated. He floated. 
And he's done that so many times <laughs> right. that you would think that at this point, players would be like, is LeBron behind me? Maybe, <laughs> maybe I should, you know, fake just, this one out. Yeah, just, just yeah. maybe pay, pump this one out, you know. You draw the foul, go to the line. Draw the foul, or maybe come to a stop and dish it out. Whatever. I'm not taking this to the hole. Because if I do, I know what's going to happen. There's a fucking phantom. <laughs> There's a fucking succubus behind me. It's like, well, shit. <laughs> I felt them, but I just didn't feel them. Uh, so, yeah, I can't wait for tomorrow's game. I'm really I excited. can't either, man. Like, it's been great. You know what has been great? Cardi B and Offset's marriage. Yeah. It's been fun to watch. I mean, it's been in the toilet, and now it's officially going down the drain because she had filed for divorce this week. Yeah, yeah. And that story has made waves. A lot of waves. What say you about all of this? Um, uh, pontic- pontificate about somebody else's relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, to quote um, a, degra- a disgraced comedian, no good, no good relationship ending divorce. Who said that? Louis C.K. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Like, I mean, and that's fact. It's like you just gotta hope that both parties are good in the end. Of the, in, at the end of the day, this was because he couldn't stop cheating, right? That's what that, that's what the reports are saying that hmm. he, he, he was cheating the entire time. Did he say? Did they say who he was cheating with? No, they didn't say that because, like, I mean, that's kind of irrelevant, isn't it? It is, but it also would be interesting. Like, <sighs> Cardi, to me doesn't seem like the kind of woman you could easily cheat on. In what way? Like, well, first of all, you're a celebrity. Right. So everybody knows that you're with her. True. And she also is very well-liked. Yeah. So I don't know, especially among women, so I don't know why, I don't know how someone would be like, okay, yeah, I know you're you're Cardi's husband, and I like Cardi, so I'm just going to do this behind her back for what reason whatsoever clout yeah it's all for attention it's but also like i i imagine that would be difficult to find someone who would check both of those boxes where they would say i don't like cardi b and i don't know who you are i think with office accessibility like i think it'd be hard to find people like that like just in a sample pool mm-hmm. but i think that with offsets notoriety his sample is a bit different right so i probably find it a lot easier than we could yeah so like, but also if it's just stepping out and if it's just sex, mm-hmm. is my third point. I feel like Cardi would be okay with inviting a third party into the bedroom. I don't know. Like the thing is, like her persona of what she puts out may not be who she actually is in a relationship. You're very right. You know, what I'm you're saying? very like, true. She could like this could be for money, but she may not be like that. Like behind the clothes, or she she could be saying the she could she could have a video for WAP and be just not even about that. Very true. Yeah, she could just be at home with we a, don't know with a bonnet on. Yep, just like just chilling. Yeah, just chilling. Like I'm not about like I just want to watch some Sex in the City or something. Yeah, or some Netflix shit. You know what I'm saying? Like she probably she might not even about that. Like, but this sells and it's gonna be a check. So I'm that I'm that for us. But outside of that, she could just be at home in the bonnet and the robe. You yep. know what I mean? Just being just watching culture. Yep, exactly. So we don't know what happened. We don't know what the story is. Yeah. All we know is now that people have been making. Any and every kind of commentary, bro, on this situation. Yeah, it's weird because it's like it's been a lot of women too that just got the WAP jokes about like I guess WAP thing, which is man, it'd be on people. Like, Mm -hmm. I just think it's weird that they will come out side of the face about her like saying WAP can keep a husband, 
and like you know you should be in the kitchen it's like were you in the kitchen when you got cheated on because i know y'all got because the people is like the thing is like y'all got cheated on like she was with offset and offset is like i say he has a sample different he's probably getting people signing dms like all the time like instagram models yeah like girls that just have like you know um a pro a profile full of his ass shots you know what I'm saying? Just sliding his DMs. Like, the shit that we can't even comprehend. Our Discover page is what you're saying. Yeah, our Discover page. Like, yeah, basically, our entire Discover page yeah. is just sliding his DMs on the regular. Yeah. So he has that kind of shit. And, like, he gets caught cheating or whatever. And y'all are getting cheated on by, like, the dude that, I don't know, um, does a census or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you can chill out by that dude. And you and you can wanna talk about her like I guess Wap can keep a man at home. It's like nothing keeps a man at home. Like don't, how how long have y'all been here? If he wants it if he wants to cheat, he's gonna cheat. How long have y'all been here? Yeah. Like if y'all not been watching, y'all have men, right? Some of y'all be, I know some of y'all been cheating on. And some of men and some of men listen, y'all cheating. Definitely. And it's like you do it because you can. It's not like there's no recipe to keep men at home. There's no like a cure all to keep men at home. Like they're gonna cheat because they fucking can. Like it's like the nuances of it are too complex to to talk about on one show. Yeah. Like I'm I'm sure that everyone has a unique scenario. It, we should we should definitely talk about it when we have more when we have a woman's perspective. Definitely. Yeah. But for the for the time now, I'm gonna simplify it for everyone, and you can just not lump it in. They will cheat. Because they can. Like, that's it. Speaking of men that can't cheat, would be, it would, like, it should almost be, almost be against the law to cheat in this particular scenario. Oh, man. That's a, I, I want to make a joke about that, but I feel like it's wrong. Well, make it. But <laughs> Maya Moore yeah. has just recently gotten married. To, well, the story broke in a very strange manner. We talked about it here. We we did we did talk about the situation and that led up to the marriage. But she, I guess, the story broke on like you like to the, the Good Morning America. Good Morning America. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Left fucking field. Joe. Her husband is Jer- Jonathan Irons. Yeah. Which, if you remember, we talked about on this show, was the man who was in jail for a crime he did not commit. That forced Maya to forego her career in the WNBA and commit her life to getting this man out of jail. Right. And so this man <laughs> and this woman were just like, let's get married. She's like, and they're like, all right. <laughs> and they were just, yeah. Like, how do you say no to that? I feel like, like I said, like, Whenever she was working to get him out of jail, and when they got out of jail, like I felt like to me, if I was the man in jail, I wouldn't have a proposal lined up. I'd be like, okay, so once this happening, because I mean, this is kind of automatic, right? Like that's the second thing I'm I'm saying to you. I'm saying first thing I'm saying is thank you for getting me out of the out of jail yeah, for a crime was, I didn't commit. You're amazing for that. And the second thing I'm saying is, what size is your ring finger? Yeah, because I need I need to make you. You you gave up your life for me, right? You gave up your career. I feel like this, I feel like this is the only way we can get square. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I don't. I can't pay back that kind of debt. Besides, like you know. Yeah. Um. He said she saved my life. I would not have this chance if not for her and her wonderful family. She saved my life, and I cannot say it better than that. 
I mean, yeah. Neither can I. I mean, shit. Um, I'm st- I'm still trying to f- read. It doesn't say who asked who. It doesn't say who proposed to who. I feel like it's, I feel like it's, I feel like it's a given. Like, it is a given. <laughs> like you, I feel like that's kind of a thing. Like if you get a guy out of jail, then that's your husband, or vice versa. Like if you get if you get a guy out of jail who's wrong committed of a crime, then that is your husband, and there's no ways around that. This is uh, that's what's gonna happen with like Monica when um, C. Mary gets out of jail. If hashtag Aaron for Lolo doesn't pan out, this will certainly be the feel good story of the year. Yeah, yeah. I hope like I hope that never ends the same way with the cheating because like that's just gonna be. Oh, can you imagine the oh vitriol, the vitriol, and the dragon? You, if you're if you're Jonathan Iron, just don't even get a social He's media getting, account. Yeah, don't even get on Instagram. Don't like a single picture. Nope. Don't retweet anybody. Nope. Just keep all that shit in inside. Facebook, no. No, don't forget do it. it. Don't even try don't it, do dude. Just shit. get rid of all of it. Don't even get a LinkedIn. Don't even don't even put yourself out there, man. Don't like you you'll find opportunities for employment. Don't get a LinkedIn. Do not get a LinkedIn. Don't do even, not get Reddit. No. Don't get Reddit. Don't even comment on YouTube. TikTok, forget it. Fuck, fuck TikTok, bro. Like, <laughs> can you even get TikTok anymore? I don't know. I think I they're think banning it should come like Monday or something. I think it's done, man. Uh, apparently so. Like, look. Can you imagine? <laughs> what if that's the thing that gets him? It's like he did all this stuff. It was like he got rid of TikTok. And that's the thing. That's the nail in this coffin, bro. If I if fucking kids could vote, that would be the thing. That'd be the nail. That's a single issue vote that they would be like, mm, no. <laughs> Back in the debates. <laughs> I like, mean. Go ahead, I could tell. <laughs> fucking debate question. Like, what is your stance on TikTok? It'd be like, um, who the fuck could be the person asking the question? It'd be. <laughs> I don't want any fucking kiss us anymore. I don't think of like a child star. I can't think of any of these shit motherfuckers anymore. Uh, you want to stranger things, I guess? <laughs> I was going to say, um, who was the girl that we talked about a few weeks ago? The OnlyFans? Oh, fucking. Bella Thorne. Bella Thorne. Yeah. She's a kid star. Her being in a debate though? Sure, why not? Oh man, that like that that's that's side of the apocalypse. That's worse than the waiting room with like hurricanes and fucking this force spurring you know. Like we have Bill Thorne fucking OnlyFans scams to do like moderating <laughs> debate. Like I think Man, if they if they're gonna get Joe Rogan to do it, why not? Oh my god. Like you know they, what? they were discussing that shit, yo. Like I was like, what the fuck? What is wrong with y'all, bro? Like who what? I don't want what look See again, fucking Boston. We try, like, look, look. I think we trash. I think we trash Rogan a bit. Yeah, and um, it's deserved. But um, I just, I'm just saying, like, moderate debate. Like, come on, y'all. Like, what, what are we really talking about? Hey, man. Whatever. Hey, let's, hey, let's fuck it. Let's fuck it. Let's fuck it all. Up. Let's burn this bitch to the ground. I. It's already out there, fucking, man. It's already out there. Fucking get out of here, man. Uh, let's talk about good cops. <laughs> we do a lot of profiling on um, police brutality on the show. So we thought it would only be fair if we profile a good police officer, someone who does the job the right way. That is fair and balanced. It's fair, and it's balanced, and it's true. Okay? Yes. So we're going to talk about a good cop. All right? Dateline! A Buffalo police officer says she was she stopped a fellow cop's chokehold on a black suspect. She was fired. Former Buffalo police officer Carol Horn was fired 
in 2008 after she says she stopped a white officer's chokehold on a black suspect in handcuffs. Now the Buffalo City Council is asking the New York Attorney General to investigate Horn's firing. Horn, a nearly 20-year veteran of the Buffalo Police Department, told CBS News correspondent Jerrica Duncan, the image of George Floyd dying at the hands of the police in Minneapolis is triggering. Look at the video. It's very upsetting. And I felt that if one of those officers has stepped in the way, stepped in, that he would be alive today, she said. Derek Chauvin, the officer who pressed his knee into George Floyd's neck while he was on the ground handcuffed, was fired and later charged with second-degree murder. Three other officers at the scene were charged with aiding and abetting a murder. In 2006, then-Officer Horn made headlines after intervening when she says fellow officer Greg Kwiatkowski, I think that's how you say that, Kwiatkowski, that's close enough, bro. Okay, I'm like, I- was choking a black suspect, Neil Mack. Neil Mack looked like he was about to die, Horn said. So I had... So had I not stepped in, he possibly could have. He was handcuffed and being choked. The Buffalo Police Department brought disciplinary actions against Horn and fired her in 2008, a few months before she was eligible to receive full pension. I can wait it out? Shit, that's double fuck, man. Kwiatkowski sued Horn and her lawyer for defamation. In 2011, a judge found that eight statements Horn's lawyer made were defamatory, and false, including that the claim that Horn, quote, saved the life of a suspect who was already in handcuffs and being choked out by Officer Greg Kwiatkowski. Okay, he was in handcuffs, so why you... <sighs> I'm just... Mm. Mac, the suspect at the center of the nearly 14-year-old case, maintains to this day, to this day, that Horn saved his life. He was choking me. I was handcuffed. Carol Horn said, you're killing him, Greg. And she reached over and tried to grab his hand around my neck. Mm, he had the hand around the neck. So it wasn't like a choke hold. It was a, like Undertaker yeah. going for a choke slam kind of choke. Right. Uh, As for Kwiatkowski, he was sentenced to four months in federal prison in 2018 for, quote, Unlawful and unreasonable force against four black teenagers. <laughs> another case? So, yeah, not this case, but <laughs> another for another case. case that happened 10 years later. So, you know, not a pattern or anything nah, like that. This is bad apple. Um. So, yeah, this is a good cop that got fired for doing the right thing. Yeah. There you go, guys. There's your fair and balanced uh, news for the week. Makes you feel warm and gushy. Yeah, it makes you feel good inside, it's doesn't it? I wanted to give you, like, you want to tell you, you know, when you say, like, that blue... That blue life surely didn't matter. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when when we get the pushback by saying, like, all cops are bad, we don't mean that because there's clearly good cops. It's just yeah. that the other bad cops, the other cops, they don't want the good cops there. They don't want the good cops to do the right thing. So, Hey, can I say, like, green and yellow lives matter when I'm supporting subway employees? No, because you don't more. support subway employees. I don't. I'm just saying that's just a thing. You can, you can say, say green and yellow lives matter when you support waste management employees. Oh, yeah. Because they're green and yellow. For sure. Yeah. Or Or BP. They're green and yellow. Or yeah. the Oakland Athletics. They're green and yellow. They also are green and yellow. Um, yeah. I'm trying to other colors. I got some more colors. Uh, what about, uh, you could say you support, um, isn't the sign to Onyx blue? Yeah. There yeah, you go. Be blue Lives Matter. Blue Lives Matter. There you go. Um, let's talk about something else. 
let's talk about why Facebook is the worst thing to happen <laughs> to this country since uh, I don't know, maybe since the the cancellation of the Twinkie. No, wait, they brought the Twinkie back. Yeah, that was crowdfunded or something. Well, Facebook is pretty bad. Um, here's what Facebook is doing that is uh, to say that it's overstepping their boundaries is is putting it lightly. Dateline! Facebook clarifies live streaming music policy. Update. Effective October 1st, Facebook is taking the steps to limit the ability of bands to promote videos that will, cr- quote, create a music listening experience for yourself or for others. This also extends to Facebook Live, which has been especially popular avenue for live stream concerts in the pandemic era. The language is quite ambiguous as to what constitutes a listening experience for you, for yourself, or for others in relation to videos, likely encompassing a large swath of music entertainment posts. The rule claims this is done because we want you to be able to enjoy videos posted by family and friends as the social media platform places increasing emphasis on these values. As a result of these rules and Facebook music guidelines, accounts found in violation of this term of agreement may have their videos blocked and can risk the page, profile, or group being deleted entirely. A special note at the end clarified that this rule extends to Facebook Live's videos. Uh, Under this rule change, it would appear something as innocuous as a band uploading their own music video natively to Facebook would result in a penalty. Facebook also owns Instagram, though no similar rule has been enacted on Instagram at this time. Okay. I have a friend who's in an independent band, an indie band, right? right? Which means they pay for their entire, uh, everything comes out of their pocket. They're touring, the studio sessions, the merchandising, marketing, it all comes out of their pocket, right? right? They get some money from fan support through Patreon and all that kind of thing. But this is something that, you know, they don't have a machine behind them to help promote, right? Right. So using social media is an essential tool to get their music out there, to get the promotion out there, whatever, right? Indeed. So if you're going to use social media, you got to use the biggest social media platform that they got, right? Which is Facebook. Yeah. And so Facebook and all social media sites have this now. Google has it. Yahoo has it. Fucking YouTube. They all have these algorithms, which are these fucking robots that crawl the internet looking for copyright material, right? Right. And so if you upload something that's copyright, it'll get flagged and possibly taken down. The problem is that these algorithms don't know how to discern between somebody that has uploaded it themselves that own the rights to their own material mm-hmm. and someone that doesn't. So if you upload a, you know, if you upload the music video for WAP, yeah, they're going to see it. The right. the algorithms algorithm is going to find it. However, if Cardi B has her own channel yeah. and uploads it and it doesn't go through, you know, Warner or whoever she signed with, uh, it'll get flagged and it'll get taken down. Mm-hmm. Even though she probably owns the rights to, I mean, I don't think she does, but that's that's Basically, a bad example it, because she's shoot. a she's a major artist. But like, if an independent artist uploads their own music video, that's a problem, right? Because they own it, but it still has the possibility of getting taken down. 
so all I can see is just like major market stuff mm-hmm. and indie shit. We, we can't see any indie shit anymore. And here's the real issue. Because like they mentioned, Facebook owns Instagram. Mm-hmm. What's been an extremely popular event that's been occurring on Instagram on a weekly basis during the pandemic? Versus. Exactly. And so we're talking 500, 600, 700, 800,000 people a week tuning into these Versus shows that the labels probably don't get a piece of because these are performances essentially they're live performances in a lot of case a lot of cases um and the labels aren't getting any pieces of the pie from that they're not getting any royalties from that Mm -hmm. and they're probably not happy about that so they're probably strong arming facebook into saying like hey you gotta you gotta limit the amount of shit that they can show oh on these social network sites. Now they haven't enacted it on Instagram yet, but well, we're waiting for it to we're, we're waiting for it to hit You can kind of imagine that's probably going to come. Yeah. Right? So I don't know how this would affect versus. I don't know if they they go through the proper channels of making sure that it's okay with the major labels and stuff like that. I don't know if they do that or not. Yeah. But this is potentially going to be an issue. Definitely. And it's just kind of stupid because I don't know anybody that uses Facebook for music listening experiences. No one does. No one does. Like you, I don't use, I don't use Facebook for any enjoyable experiences. No, nobody uses Facebook watch. Nobody uses Facebook dating. Facebook marketplace is there. Nothing about that. Nothing about Facebook is enjoyable. I would never go on there for leisure. I, I don't know what the point of contention is here because money. I mean, yeah, I know that it's money. It's always money, but you're doing more harm than good by not allowing artists to grow on your platform. I mean, but that's kind of the thing with like artists. I think I feel like that's kind of like artists on a lot of platforms kind of like almost like being strangled out. I mm-hmm. mean, that's got like, you're seeing a lot of that happening now with even with Kanye and his tirades about the he's not the thing is like in this one, he's not all the way wrong. No, it's, it's just Kanye. Yeah, it's the it's the messenger. It's, it's like, not even a yeah, message, dude. Yeah, it's just Kanye, and it's hard it's hard to take him seriously. Yeah. anymore anymore. But he's not wrong in this sense. So it's he's kinda... not wrong, but he's not the first person to say this either. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, if anybody really wants to make change about it, then they know what they need to do, and th- it's been a long time coming. So these these call Master P, call Master P. He'll he'll get it sorted out. Yeah. A lot of news concerning ice recently. Like the ice in, the, in your drink? No, not that ice. Ice in the poet. Uh, no, not that ice, ice either. No, no, no. I mean, I don't know the ice you're talking about. I'm talking about the one that's bad, real bad one. The slime and ice machine? Mm, no, worse. Worse than that? Yeah. Oh. I don't even know what ice stands for anymore. Is it fucking immigration? Um, I don't know. I don't it's, know either. It's just been ice. Yeah, it's... Um, fuck, I don't know. Who cares? Dateline! Uh, ICE deported a key witness in investigation of sexual assault and harassment at El Paso Detention Center. I bet you guys thought we were going to talk about the uh, forced hysterectomies that ICE has been providing to the women in these detention centers down at the border. Nope. Let's keep on your toes. Not that. 
I mean, because that 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 is also there. That is also there. That is also true. But there is also this. It's also, it's also terrible. This is also terrible. The U.S. government late Monday deported a crucial witness in an ongoing investigation into the allegations of sexual assault and harassment at an El Paso immigration detention center. The witness lawyer said. The 35-year-old woman has been held in a facility which is overseen by Immigration and Customs Enforcement, that's what I stands for, uh, for about a year and told lawyers about a, quote, pattern and practice of abuse there, including the guards that system systematically assaulted her and other detainees in areas that were not visible to security cameras. Several, gu several guards forcibly kissed her and at least one touched her intimate parts often as she was walking back from the medical unit to her barrack, according to her complaint filed with law enforcement agencies. Quote, if she behaved, she said one guard told her he would help her be released. Uh, we need robots. We need robots. We need robots. Because people can't do this job. Uh, Clearly, I, right? No, I, I, hear, I, hear you, I hear you. And I feel you. What I'm saying, I'm like... Can you just say that I'm right? No. You didn't say that I was right last week and it really hurt my feelings. But I need you to say that I'm right about this because what evidence do we have? Okay. Here's the thing. You are right about Thank can robots you. do a better job than this. Thank I'm just you. saying that there is and I think even when I even when I bring up this next thing about robots, I'm still agreeing with you being right. It's just that like as I live in twenty twenty mm -hmm. and I'm seeing what humans do, movies like iRobot and Terminator, they make more sense. It's like if I was a robot and became a sentient being mm -hmm. and saw humans being humans, I'd be like, yeah, these guys are the worst. Mm. Like, they're, why, why yeah. even keep them around? Yeah, I can see that. Like, look, I can see that. They, they, they fuck up the forests. Mm -hmm. There's like a, there's like a waiting room of hurricanes in the, like around the Pacific Ocean. Like, there's really like, they're really auditioning. Yeah. It's a green room of, of hurricanes. Yeah, they're just they're like yeah, that's like, what they need to change the Gulf of Mexico. They need to change it to the green room of Mexico. Basically, it's a, yeah, they're just and they're auditioning. It's like I'm gonna blow like this. Yeah, I'm gonna. Like, I'm gonna have sixty mile winds. Well, I'm gonna have seventy mile per hour winds. Yeah, it's just they're auditioning, just like what city you're gonna fuck up. Mm -hmm. um, like, um, hopefully you shoot for Alabama. Like, you you can't lose. Um, <laughs> but the most egregious thing that humans do is gender reveals, right? Yes. Yes, it's like even, the only people that care about gender reveals are the people having the baby, and you only kind of care. Like you're not like you're gonna give it back if he's like a, if you wanted a boy as a girl. Like it's like I don't want this. You can't keep the receipt. You know what I mean? Like it's so you cause, so the person the, the like the couple kind of cares, and they know before anyone gets there. Mm -hmm. So it's like you're revealing it to everyone who doesn't care about what the baby is. Yeah. So it's so and the, the side effect is an entire landmass being lit on fire. Right, and it's like you're gonna use like TNT or whatever to reveal it to. Like, what are you thinking? Like, it's it's cause and effect, man. Like, all of this shit is cause and effect. You know what I'm saying? So we have all these people in these detention centers down at the border. There's going to be a long term lasting effect that we're gonna have to deal with when this is all said and done. Like, either these people are gonna come out and just be so anti-america that we may have another yeah terrorism issue on our hands yeah or you know some some i don't i don't know i don't i don't, I don't know i'm i'm going worst case scenario because that's just where my brain goes now because look at all right for the fires right mm -hmm. so remember 
remember like a, a couple of years ago, or maybe not even a couple of years ago, maybe like a year ago, maybe two years ago, there was news about all these volunteer firefighters that they got from the prisons. Yeah. And they were like not, they were paying like 20 cents a day to go out there and fight forest fires or whatever like yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. So fast forward to March of 2020 and coronavirus is spreading and right. it's spreading badly in prisons, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of these inmates are getting sick. So now they don't have fucking volunteer firefighters to go and help fight these fires Ooh. on the West Coast, right? Yeah. It's cause and effect. Man. You don't take care of what you have going on right now. It's going to affect something massive in the future. Yeah. So we're not taking care of these people on the border. No. And it's going to affect something massively in the future. And I, I am terrified of what it may be. It's weird because it's kind of like... I mean, because we had, like I said, we we celebrated the, um, I mean, not celebrate, that's a fucking bad word. We 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 remembered 9-11, mm-hmm. um, like maybe like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I remember people just being so flabbergasted as to why anyone would do that. And then after after that, you start looking at the history of what, of our presence in the Middle East. And it's like, right. oh, well, I guess it was kind of like, it's like a long time coming, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. If yeah. anybody doesn't know, go go read the book Charlie Wilson's War, or go watch the movie Charlie Wilson's War, yeah. and you will completely understand why that happened. Yeah, so it's kind of like, so even now it's like, who knows? Like when maybe when I'm old, there'll mm-hmm. be like a, there's a there's like a um, sentiment for like Mexico against America, like they all, all these kids that are get deported, like or 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 women are getting um sexually assaulted. Yeah. And they could just get deported and they could just be in the Mexico just hating America. Yeah. They start they charging get... fifty dollars for an avocado. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm seriously like what if they just decide like, okay, we're gonna take all of our exports to America and just make them super expensive. Yeah. So that now you can't get, you know, extra guac. Nope. You know, like think about like the real world Africa, and I know it sounds silly to think about, but think about all of the shit that we get from Mexico. No, you're right. No, and like, just I, here in Texas, but I, not even spread around the country. No, I, I laughed just now, but then like I stopped. And I thought I was like, you know, no. Like, what if they decided, like, okay, that's that's enough. Enough so no, is enough. No avocados for you. Yeah. Like, you know, like, forget it. Yeah. No, forget all. Forget all the fucking labor. Oh shit. That we get for the cheap or for free. Definitely uh, more for the free than for the cheap. Yeah. I mean. Come on, man! Like, nah, somebody please do something. Nah, you're right. Like, there's there's a chain of like causality that just kind of manifests on itself. So, I mean, with this, it's like you're building that whole thing. It's like the it's like you wonder, and then you wonder why people feel the way they feel about our nation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you when you when your nation does these things, like those people don't forget, and they become adults with real formal opinions about a nation. So, yeah, you gotta really just pay. I gotta read the room a little bit. Well, with that being said, it is Hispanic Heritage Month, and we want to give a shout out to our Hispanic friends and family out there. So we thought we would just profile somebody badass that did something badass every week here on State Your Take. Today, we're going to talk about Ellen Ochoa. I think I'm saying that right. And she was an American astronaut who became the first Hispanic woman to travel into space in 1993. Crazy. Crazy, right? She was later served as the director of NASA's Johnson Space Center uh, from 2013 to 2018 down here in, in old Houston, Texas. Uh, she studied 
electrical engineering at Stanford, earning a master's degree, a doctorate, and she was a specialist in the development of optical systems. I don't even know what that means. Uh, she worked as a research oh, yeah. engineer, and uh, she helped create several systems and methods that were awarded patents, including optical systems for the detection of imperfections in repeating pattern and for the recognition of objects. I don't know what that means, but it sounds very important. Yeah, I don't know anything of what you said. I don't know either. Um, but she was selected in 1990 to, to participate by NASA in its uh, astronaut program, and she became the first Hispanic female astronaut when she completed her training in 1991. In 93, she served as mission specialist aboard the, aboard the STS-56, the old 56, uh, uh, of the space shuttle Discovery. Uh, not the Daft Punk album Discovery, the space shuttle, the actual space shuttle. I think they're both they're both notable. They're both notable though. Yeah. Um, she she became the first Latina to launch into space. During this mission, uh, she and other mission specialists performed various experiments collectively called Atlas Two, the old Atlas Deuce, <laughs> uh, atmospheric laboratory for applications and science two. That was that's what that acronym stood gotcha. for. Uh, and they studied the sun and its interaction with Earth's atmosphere. So the reason why you know the sun is hot probably has something to do with what she did. Yeah, or something. It's like, yo, it's hot out here. It's so hot out here. Hot out, well, that's, that's a quote. Why is it hot? And she points to the sun. Yeah. And that, that was it. That was what she did. Exactly. Uh, we, should, we should quote her just like, it's hot out here, fam. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm not sure. laughs> no, she did some great work. Um, she did a lot of work. This, this article is very long. If you guys want to read more about her, you can check her entry out on Britannica.com. But shout out to her for being... Uh, being a badass, going in space. It's hot. Space! Do you have an education for this week? Yeah. Like, I saw a lot. When, when RBG passed, I saw a lot of people. There are a lot of people that had, like, a lot of despair and what was going on. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what are we going to do now? What are we going to do? It's like... I was one of them. Yeah. You just keep fighting. That's what you do. I mean, I mean, what else is there to do? Cry. I mean, you can cry. Take your take it take cry, but I mean you gotta keep fighting because succumbing is worse. You want to say that again? Because you you kind of you kind of you kind of you kind of didn't hit the hit on that, yeah. so it sounded like you said coming is worse. No, I oh yeah, I said keep fighting because succumbing is worse. There you go. There you yeah, because we can't. We've we've had a lot of we've had a lot of of a lot of bumps like we thought George Floyd was going to be this turnaround thing and then we found out and then we had then we had Rayshard Brooks mm-hmm. and Jacob Blake and realized that it wasn't that mm-hmm. so it's like at this point there's no choice but to keep fighting even if because I don't know when the change is going to come like I said I don't think it's going to come in my lifetime I really don't um, but I know that giving up is not an option though that's not what she would have wanted. No, it's not. That's not what she would have wanted. Right? She she didn't do that when she was here. She has an interesting quote where she said, uh, "She said it would be." I don't know the quote off the top of my head, but she basically insinuated that it's nobody batted an eye when there was nine men Supreme Court justices on the bench. So okay. why should it be a big deal if there are nine women serving as Supreme Court? Okay. I mean, and she's absolutely right. So. That might be a goal for, you know, a young, a young person right now to see that happen. Yeah, I mean, and if we don't facilitate for that goal, 
to to come to pass, then we are shitting on her entire legacy, on RBG's whole entire legacy. Yeah. So we gotta at least <laughs> we gotta at least hold the door open so that somebody else can pass through. If we can't pass through it ourselves, yeah. we gotta at least hold the door for somebody else, right? That's what John Lewis did. What John Lewis did, man. CT Vivian did. That's what RBG did. And like she didn't this isn't the change that she didn't see the change that she wanted to um come to pass before she passed. And we might not either, but we just gotta keep pushing forward for the people behind us, I guess. That's a good one oh one, man. Good S S Y T one oh one. Class is in session. No, I guess class dismissed. Your homework. Love yourself. Yeah. Love somebody else. Yeah? Why not? Uh, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at State Your Take. Check out our Spotify playlist, the State Your Take list with Ed and Aaron. And uh, yeah, that's it. We love most of you. Don't care for the rest of you. Gator Productions.